You're listening to Skywave Radio. This is Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake. You're listening to Digging the Dirt, the allotment show. So I'd better introduce Jake, my partner in our show here. Are you there, Jake? Hi, Russ. I'm here, loud and clear. Very good. Uh, Jake, now, as it's our first show and people uh, haven't a clue who we are, where we're gardening, what we're up to, how we got into it, Mm -hmm. we'd better start off with uh, a little introduction about how you, uh, yourself, you got into uh, gardening uh, what you yeah. do for a living, and of yeah. course, where you garden as well. Oh, right, yes. Uh, well, uh, I got into gardening because um, I got a teaching job in Derby, moved to a house just outside Derby in a little village called Bredzel, and it had uh, rather a large garden. So um, being a complete novice at the time, I thought, oh, I better learn what to do here. So read lots of books and um, just got started that way. Um, as I said, I'm a teacher. Um, I work at a school in Nottingham. I teach horticulture as well as uh, design technology and food technology so oh, we right. we grow and we cook yeah, the food yeah I, I didn't know you did horticulture yeah i love oh, it that's yeah great. excellent Fabulous. Yeah. yeah so there's a good link there to your day job then really oh definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and who do you teach then um, uh, I, I, I teach at a special school in Nottingham, um, but we have uh, we, we, from September we'll be having groups of students from other schools coming in as well to do workshops, gardening, growing veg, uh, sowing seeds, the whole shebang really. Oh, fantastic. So I guess you're, I mean that must be quite a demanding job as well really. Um, yeah, um, stops me getting bored, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. How, how did you get into gardening, Russ? Well, I've, I've dabbled with it, Jake, for mm. a long time, really. My, yes. my earliest memory, actually, is planting uh, onion sets with me dad right, in, yeah. in our, our back garden in, in, in Shrewsbury when I was a nipper, uh-huh. you know. And, uh, and, and that's how I started, uh, really. And uh, I think my first couple of houses... Uh, didn't really have a garden, yeah. you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's of course the problem these days, isn't it? Yes. Really. And yeah. um, but moved up north about 1991, yep. something like mm-hmm. that. And I, funny enough, I work in the food industry. Yeah. You see, yeah. and uh, and work with some big growers as mm-hmm. well. But uh, having seen how a lot of food is manufactured, yes. Um, and and the things that happen in the in the food manufacturing uh, sector, I thought. Yep. Um, Let's have a go at growing as much as I as I can, really. So um, fabulous idea. Yeah. So I've I've had a well. In fact, my wife Sharon, I took over uh, her mum and dad's, my mum um, and uh, father-in-law's back garden. It was turfed beautifully, and uh, <laughs> and I went along one day and dug it all up. And uh, I bet you were popular. I was. Yeah. Well, they used the they used the veg every now and again, but that yeah. was before oh, I got a, an allotment. Yes. And uh, on the allotment list for for a number of years. Is, as yeah. you uh, as you are these days, you know, yeah. but uh, but stuck it out really, yep. and I'm just dead lucky. I've got an allotment about thirty paces from uh, from my front door, so uh, ever so, so lucky, handy. really. It is, yeah, yeah. So yep. you've got an allotment 
as well now. So you said you had a yeah. garden in, in a, or a big garden in, in a previous house, yeah. but uh, you've moved since then. Is that right? Yes. Uh, when I got a job in Nottingham, I moved to a different village in Derbyshire um, and uh, I've got an allotment. Well, we've got three plots at the moment, uh, um, coats uh, allotment, Birchwood Lane site in, in Summercoats. It's a lovely place to garden. Oh, terrific. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and like you said, a lot of people have to work, wait a long, long time to get a plot. Whereas I was really quite lucky because um, I first went to the council to apply for one, heard nothing back. And then I read advice on the Internet to just go, go around sites and see if there's any available, which is what I did. Yes. And yeah. uh, the secretary showed me a plot that was about six foot high in weeds. Right. So they saw and you come in. Absolutely. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was hard work clearing it, but uh, good yeah. exercise. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's better than a gym subscription, isn't it? Really, Definitely. that's what I always I think. Get food as well. <laughs> yeah, and I did something similar. Really, I'm yeah. on, I, I was on the 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 list for uh, Shevington allotments yes. where I live, and uh, and I knew it was going to be a long wait, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, and just used to pop down and have yeah. a walk up and down and see what was uh, what was going on, and you can see. Uh, you know the few odd empty plots there you know but yeah. people still kind of tend to hang on to them don't they really even if yeah they're not they sort do of doing which anything. is a shame yeah and uh and then a fella said do you want a part of my allotment you know so we gave oh, me well. i don't know it must have been about five square meters something yeah like that you know and yeah. uh so for uh, about two years i think Mm. I uh, had that little patch there, which is yeah. great, and it's surprising what you can grow in in a, in a little oh, patch. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like that, and then uh, a few years later, uh, up up it came and uh, got me double plot and and everything. So uh, never looked back. So that must be now. Uh, we've been living here about eleven years, I think, eleven to twelve years. So that must have been about eight years ago, something like that. Right. Got yes. Me yeah. So uh, and it's great, isn't it? Yeah, you know? I love the way. Yeah, uh, I love the um, community feel as well on an allotment where you can learn from the people that have been there yeah. for years. Sometimes learn what not to do as well as what to do. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, yeah. And you know, on my we're, we're just off the sort of main block of allotments yeah. where I am, and uh, so there's only one, two, three, four. There's only about. Four Four or five of us, I think, um, yep. in my little section. But we've got a, a ex-policeman there, a chap that used to be in the army, an ex-miner there, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, and always stories to tell, of yeah. course. And uh, and some are passionate, you know. There's one yes. fellow there that keeps a diary mm-hmm. of absolutely everything he grows, uh, the yield he gets from it. The, the works, you know. Wow, that's is, dedication. It is. It, and <laughs> uh, and I think he's had a plot there for, well, well in excess of 20, 20 odd years, you know. Yeah. And uh, and it's great, that the, the knowledge that these people have, Definitely. really. Yeah. So we're only beginners, Jake, yes. we really, in this business. Whippersnappers. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're down sort of Derbyshire way, is that right? Yeah, yeah, originally from Sheffield, but yeah, in um, um, not far from the top of the A38. Okay, yeah, and I'm up here in uh, Lancashire, uh, yeah. from Shropshire originally, so I, I moved up here in the uh, the early 1990s. So a I, I lovely think part that's, of the world. Yeah, oh, it is. It's beautiful there. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I think that's enough. 
isn't yeah. it, Jake, about us and where we come from and what we're doing. Um, yeah. So I think in future programmes, we'll just be sort of talking about what has happened uh, in the previous month. But as this yeah. is our first one, we can talk about what we've been doing perhaps over the winter, over yeah. the winter months, really. So, um, so what's been going on on your uh, plots down there in Derbyshire? Uh, well, I've, I've had most of the beds covered um, to prevent weeds growing. Um, yes. Obviously, cutting back things like fruit trees, um, yes. ra- raspberry canes, blackberries, um, the usual pruning, making lots of compost, which is yeah. the engine room of the garden, really, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Lifting, dividing, um, chitting potatoes, sowing beans. Uh, what sort of things have you been up to, Russell? Well, th- th- there's one thing there, Jake, that you haven't mentioned, which somebody right. told me about, you see, and I think that is you chasing your polytunnel <laughs> over the Derbyshire Dales. Is that right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you did mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth what? has got a lot to answer for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happened there, then, with your polytunnel? Uh, well, it, it stood... Uh, stood its ground it's quite an open site but it stood its ground for three years and um we were wondering this year whether to buy a new cover because it was starting to uh tear a bit in certain places but the decision was made for us by storm gareth (laughs) was it yeah and that was it 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 took off did it all parts of it certainly did (laughs) it flew over to kansas (laughs) oh did it (laughs) we're not in kansas anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, total. Nice one. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. have you have you got a new one, or are you getting a new polytunnel, or what's the? Um, the the frame's fine. So, I've uh, got a new new cover that I'm going to put on over the Easter holidays when the weather's uh, calmed down totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So make sure it's stretched over tight and buttoned down and. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I well, haven't got a polytunnel. Actually, right. I, mm-hmm. I, actually, I need to make some inquiries. I don't actually know whether we can have polytunnels on our right. allotment because no one's got any right. at all, which is a bit of a clue there, I suppose. But uh, yeah. we've got greenhouses and whatever, yeah. but there's not a polytunnel to right. be seen. You know, not the big ones I'm talking yes. about, you know, the walk-in yeah. ones. So, yeah, mine's about uh, but I'd six metres by three. Yeah, yeah. And do you so. grow stuff through the winter then? Um, there or not, or not? not particularly. Um, I, I would have. Uh, I would grow uh, winter salads, but I don't tend to eat that much salad during the winter. But in the summer, um, yes. over the last few years, I've been growing um, melons as well as tomatoes, cucumbers, the usual fare for greenhouses. Excellent. And 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 the melons. I mean, how did that? I've never tried growing melons. So did that um, work out? Uh, yeah, uh, they've been absolutely fantastic. Um, I saw Monty have a few. Uh, unsuccessful tries on uh, Gardener's World, and yes. I thought I'm going to have a go at that. Yeah, and it's, they've been absolutely fat. They're delicious. I was going to say the flavour must be great, like like everything that you grow yourself, isn't it? Really, definitely. Uh, the flavour is one of the main reasons for doing it, as well as you know how it's grown and what's gone into it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, how many did you uh, did you manage to grow then? Um, probably about fifteen. Right, and how many plants was was that? Um, there there are a couple per plant gen, generally. Right. Um, uh, you, uh, once you get beyond two, um, the advice is to kind of uh, pinch out the others so it can concentrate the energy into one or two yeah, fruits. I a bit like you. squash, that sort of. Uh, thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 
So you're going to try them again this year? Definitely, yeah. Oh, um, good. The, the, the flavour is just mind-blowing. So sweet. <laughs> My mouth is watering, Jake, now, as you mentioned that. So that's, yeah, I've never tried growing them, you see. So, right, uh, yes, yeah. Uh, the trouble is, I've only got um, a relatively small greenhouse, you right, know, so yeah. uh, eight by eight by four. Um, and yeah. I just wonder whether I've got the room to, to try any or not. But uh, you, you never know, I might do. Yeah. Um, and when do you uh, set the seeds off for that then? Um, I'll be sowing them over the coming month. Um, okay. Similar sort of time to other uh, tender seeds that you would yes. uh, sow. Oh, brilliant. Okay. You know what? I might give that a go. So, uh, Excellent. So your compost, you say you've been sorting out your compost? Oh, yeah. I've got um, uh, quite a lot of compost bays. And like a, a lot of people do on allotment sites my bays are made out of old pallets yeah i'm the same it's, <laughs> it's funny you know i was looking at my uh, i got three three compost bins there and they want yeah. they really want a good sort out really well certainly yeah. one of them does mm -hmm. and uh, and i was just thinking whether it's a little bit early for uh, hedgehogs and things like that but maybe it isn't yeah. now we've had a warm spell haven't we yeah uh, we have yeah so it's probably uh Probably all right, I guess now, isn't it, to, to yeah. tackle that? I'm just putting it off. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so there you go. So, uh, so you've been busy then over the winter, yeah. as well as chasing your polytunnel all <laughs> over the place. Uh, yeah. I think with with me, um, again, I've just been tidying up as per yeah. normal. Uh, really, I'm just working my way through digging the the raised beds there. Yeah. So I'm about three quarters of the way through, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now started off some uh, garlic. Um, and onions and red onions. Uh, now I, I kick those off in modules. I don't know. Do you put yours straight in, uh, the, I, in the ground? I, um, or? Last year I did them in modules. Yeah. Um, this year I didn't get round to it, so I'm going to, go, go, I'm going to put them straight in this year. But I'm oh, going to be very careful not to damage the root plate at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Because some some people just shove them in the ground and then wonder why they don't swell up. That, yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. And you've got to just watch with with birds a bit, don't you? As well, they don't. Yeah. Swell. Uh, take to pull them, them so. out, yeah. Yeah, but I, I start quite a lot of stuff off, well, yeah. as much as I can in in modules, really, just to give it a good a good head start, and then then they go. So yeah, uh, yeah garlic, onions, red onions. Uh, I've got broad beans in pots, so I'm just yeah. trying Bunyard's exhibition right. this year to yeah. so see how we get on those. Uh, some mixed salad, uh, excellent the seedlings yeah. just come out there. Yeah, uh, I put some leeks in. The other yeah. day, Musselberg, the good old favourite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm cropping the last year's at the moment, and they're fantastic with a yes. Sunday roast. Yeah, I've got about, I don't know, 15 or 20 left from last year, and they, yeah. they look and they taste great still. Oh, so, they do. Yeah. And they fill the gap as well when the onions run out. Exactly, yeah. That's right, that's right. So uh, what else have I put in? Uh, carrots. Yeah. Now, I can't grow... This is an odd one. Mm. In my raised beds, yeah. my carrots, they just don't like it. I don't know what it yeah. is. So I have to uh -huh. grow them in pots. Right. There, and yeah. I've never had any luck growing carrots direct uh, in, in the soil. So I get these long yeah. kind of troughs, quite deep uh, troughs there. Yeah. Um, gets a nice fine compost and, and then they go and they're fine with that. So I've just, uh, this last month, set those and little seedlings are coming up already Excellent. there so uh, but I don't know what it is it, it just doesn't like 
doesn't like the soil. I don't know why. Yeah, um, yeah, could well be. Yeah. It, Plus, it, as well, if you've got the, if you've got them in pots, then they may be above the flight of the carrot fly, which is about yeah, eight inches, I believe. That's right. It's, it's pretty low, isn't it? So it might yeah. just be uh, something like that. So uh, yeah, so we've done that. Done a bit of pruning, like you said Excellent. as well. So yeah. uh, apple trees, pear tree, and uh, gooseberry as well. So I just pruned yeah. that and. Opened it out a little bit um, yeah. last uh, week. Uh, I did yeah. that and picked the first rhubarb oh, as well. Oh, delicious! So uh, and it's a very uh, I don't know what variety it was. The, the, the great thing, of course, isn't it? On the allotment, you get given yeah. stuff, don't you? Yeah, so, you never know what variety it is, and yeah. you don't. No, and I was given these uh, a couple of rhubarb crowns, and yeah. they're really, really early. You know, February, yeah. and they're they're bursting just about bursting into life. You know, wow. So, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if there's something like timpani early, something like that. I don't know, but and, and very slender, yeah, um, as well, and, and beautiful yeah. they are. So um, yeah, so they're coming up. So we'll be yeah. harvesting them probably this this week, really. Wonderful. And uh, and of course, it's uh, the old greenhouse had to have its annual uh, wash and scrub up as well. Yeah, so, make sure you get as much light in there as possible. <laughs> yeah, but well, I think what what. Um, Caused a problem last time. I had blinking yeah. slugs in me oh, crikey, greenhouse, yes. so my seedlings got so far, and yeah. then uh, they were just wiped out. You know, yeah. just like that. Yeah, and they're just lurking, aren't, aren't they, under um, under pots yeah, they're awful. and whatever. So yeah. uh, I thought I'm not going to get caught out with that. Yeah, uh, good again plan. there. So. Um, and then, so where do you set your seeds off then, Jake? In the greenhouse or at home? Um, well, uh, bedroom three. Uh, there's a double bed in bedroom three, and it's it's covered with a tarpaulin, and and is that it? is just completely covered with with seed trays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what does your wife think about that? <laughs> well, uh, she, she she don't mind that so much, but um, by next month they'll they'll completely cover the dining table for about a month, which oh, annoys her a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we got the same. thing thing here we've just knocked out our kitchen and uh, dining room so uh, it's like a building site at at home and it's in the dining room usually I have my propagator and everything else because a nice big window and plenty of light there Uh, but it's full of uh, builders rubble at the moment so all that I was thinking what shall I do yes shall I shall I grow them from seed this year but I just love doing that it's a bit of a challenge growing from seed yeah, and and still a thrill, isn't it? Really? Oh yeah. You know, and and I thought, no, I've got to. So uh, yeah. I just moved them all to the front room. So uh, yeah. So Sharon's doing a nut room. So I've got this great <laughs> big propagator in mid view in the front room there. But it yeah, it won't be there for long. So uh, no. So we've got tomatoes in there, just popping up Excellent. now. Yeah. Uh, courgette, uh, cucumbers. Uh, yeah. As well, and uh, I thought I'd try something different. I've got these little right. uh, baby cucumbers. I don't know whether you've grown those before, Beth. Yeah. Alpha yeah. yeah. Of, uh, I, I tend to grow the baby ones. Yeah. Oh, do you? Right. I've never tried yeah. them before. So. Right. Uh, yeah. But the seedlings p- popped up, dead quick and dead strong, kind of looking. Brilliant. So. Uh, um, yeah. So we'll we'll see how those go as we get uh, a bit further on into the into yeah. the season. Really. What ver- what variety did you say they were again? Uh, Beth. Alpha, right? Beth Alpha. I don't know if you come across I think I'll those. Give those. I think I'll give those a try. Uh, yeah, no, no, they they look great, and the, the the seedlings look dead strong. You know, really, yeah. really good. So, uh, but that's the thing. You know, I tend, I'm a bit conservative, really. I tend to stick to um, the old traditional 
kind of um, varieties. Yeah. You know what I mean? But occasionally I'll go off yeah. on one and uh, go a bit wild like that and try something <laughs> new. So, uh, well, there's usually a reason why certain seeds have been used over and over again for years. It's because uh, yeah. they're good quality. Well, you, you know, it's, it, you know you're going to get good, uh, yeah. good crop, aren't you, really, out of those? Definitely. So, um, I think that's kind of what we're we're up to at the moment. And yeah. uh, so I thought we'd we'd have a little news feature in this um, in this little show, and yeah. uh, uh, just from time to time. Uh, and remember, this is a, a, a Brexit-free area, Jake. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> so uh, one of the few programs that is, I think, yeah. at the moment. And uh, so um, something that I found was this um, issue about slug pellets. I don't know. Yeah. Do you use them, Jake? Do you use anything like that at all? I, I use organic slug pellets, yeah. but very, very sparingly. Mm. Only when plants are very young and tender. Yes. But I, I generally try to avoid them. Yeah. I'm a, um, a, a, a plastic cup and yeah. uh, a bit of beer man myself yeah you know? so it's yeah. um a drop for the slugs and a drop for me down on the Excellent. allotment and there's nothing <laughs> nothing better than that when i stagger home that's perfect Jake, at the end of you haven't got far to stagger either, well i haven't you? actually <laughs> it's a good job isn't it really um but back to the old slug pellets so deborah yeah. just before christmas mm-hmm. uh, they announced this um metaldehyde type yeah. uh, slug pellets um are going to be banned or banned from most uses uh, i yeah. think and that includes uh home use or domestic yeah. use as well so i think the long and short of it is um it won't be on sale in any shops from about june i think yeah this year i think it can be used for commercial yeah. growers right. if it's enclosed uh-huh. like in the big yes. glass houses that you see yeah but but certainly outside and uh and domestic use that that's going to be it so you won't be able to to buy it from uh from june this year it'll be illegal to sell it uh, yeah. as well and i think um 2020 it's it's banned apart from some commercial uses uh, across yeah. the board. So, uh, and a good thing. I don't know about yourself, but a good thing, I think, I think for, for I think that's wildlife yeah. and, and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, now, I think you were telling me something about uh, hedgehogs. Was that right? And, and yeah. your allotment? What, what was that? Yes. There's a, a few of us on the committee would like to get um, hedgehogs from a local sanctuary on the allotment. Yeah. Um, one, because... It conserves wildlife and, and in, improves the in- ecosystem. Yes. And and two, they eat slugs and snails. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it's like a natural yeah. kind of uh, resource, isn't it? Very yeah, so, so we had a very heated debate about slug pellets at our last um, oh, did you? general yeah. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> very heated. Um, yeah. Some of the um, more traditional gardeners shall we yeah. say were, uh, were rather angry at the thought of not being able to use slug pellets but i think uh, this is uh, this news has answered the question for them and I think well yeah i wonder if they if if they realized this was coming in uh, yeah good point maybe they didn't you see maybe, maybe they they didn't so uh so they yeah. won't have a choice will they really no uh i mean there's other yeah. products there yeah and i was just reading there's another product and it's based on ferric phosphate i think yeah uh, i've got that right which is a like an alternative use yeah. um that supposedly doesn't harm wildlife but again i think they found 
that there's problems with that and mm -hmm. the populations of worms, earthworms. Right. Yeah. Uh, if it's Our used, best yeah. If if it's used in you know too um, too much, too high a quantity, you know, yeah. which some people do, they just chuck it yeah. down in handfuls. Oh, they do. Yeah. Um, so that's probably you know um, mm -hmm. equally as bad yeah. as as, um, as as you know the the metaldehyde type yeah. really because we yeah. you, know, you don't want to damage the the worms on your plot or, or anything no. like that no. do you? so um, so that's an interesting one so yeah. um, so you can go back to your committee then Jake and say um, it, it's it's going to be banned anyway so yeah I've, I've put it on the agenda for the meeting on Monday night and uh, I'm go. looking forward to seeing a few of the faces. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, for details I, on mm. that band, if you go to the RHS yeah. website, yeah. Uh, I think they, they've got a news page and whatever there, uh, and you'll yeah. see all about that um, slug pellet band. So print a few copies off and say, look, it's, will, yeah. it's, it's not you saying all this. Yeah. It's going to be uh, it's going to be legislation, uh, really. Brilliant. So uh, and get your um, get your hedgehogs on the plot. We need to look You're after right. them. I think it, the more we work with nature rather than against it, the better, really. It is. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, talking about that, uh, I had uh, great big holes appearing on the allotment. And um, I thought, what on earth is that? You know, they were about, mm. about the, well, I say big holes. They were the size of uh, a medicine ball, really. Right. Uh, yeah, and they just appear overnight. So I've got one of these, uh, what are they called? Uh, camera traps, you know, these automatic yeah. cameras for wildlife. So uh -huh. I set one of those up and it was a fox, of course, having yeah. a dig about yeah. on, on the plot. Uh -huh. And uh, and I think it liked the camera because it sat directly in front of the camera, <laughs> just sat up, a great big yawn, yeah. and uh, and then off it trotted, and then uh, and it it would visit from time and time, you know, yeah. again. But uh, I haven't seen it for a long, long time now. So, right. uh, but you know, they don't do any harm, do they? Really? No, so, um, no, not at all. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's look after our our wildlife. Now, I better remind our listeners that you're listening yeah. to Skywave Radio, and this is Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and jake and of course on our first show as well so um now another thing we're going to talk about is what's on the tv uh, mm -hmm. coming up um so i know you're a fan of beach grove oh jake. yes best best gardening program i've ever seen wonderful uh, it, it is isn't it and it's been going such a long time yeah yeah. Oh, and, it has. But only fairly recently, I think, isn't it? On I might be wrong, but on like BBC One or BBC Two, it's on, isn't it? On a, yeah. on, a on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but I think they only started repeating it on there in the last few years, haven't they? Really? Yeah. I think uh, that that's the way I got, I got to know know of it. But now I watch it on iPlayer on a Friday night. Ah, oh, so you catch it before me? <laughs> uh, yes. That's cheated, Jake. It is. It is the modern world. It is. Yeah, yeah. As my son keeps telling me. Yeah, yeah. I just got used to uh, what's it called? Something plus. You see, I don't oh, even know yeah. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so for those who don't know, uh, Beach Grove Garden. Um, it's on. Uh, well, it's 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 uh, BBC uh, Scotland, isn't it? Program. Yeah, yeah uh, feel, it's been going yeah. incredibly, hasn't it, since 1978, mm -hmm. uh, I believe, uh, one of the longest gardening uh, programs yeah. uh, there. And um, so it's BBC uh, Scotland repeated on uh, BBC Two um, as well. And
and and I think um, 18th of April um, is going to be the the first one. Uh, so it's coming up this month. Unless you tell me any different, Jake. I know you're a super fan of uh, oh, Beach Grove. Yeah, you're spot on there. Yeah. Is it? I'm, a, I'm certainly a super fan of Jim McCall. Yeah. What a top guy. And brilliant musician as well. Yes. Now, doesn't he play the accordion or something? He does, yeah. Fabulous yes. musician, as well as um, uh, fabulous gardener as well, yeah. Yeah, and not scared of getting his hands dirty. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, and, he's and in not... his 80s and he still, he still yeah. gets out there digging and doing the lot. He does, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm not scared to say what he's thinking mm. either. Dead right, dead yeah. right. Which is how it should be, yeah. really. So we've got Jim McCall, who uh, holds it all together. There's Jim yep. McCurdy, Carol Baxter, mm-hmm. uh, George uh, Anderson as yep. well. Uh, another great guy, isn't he? Yeah, there. yeah. And, and Chris as well, isn't he? And Chris Beardshaw. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a relatively newcomer, I think, the last two yeah. or three years, hasn't he, really? Yeah, so, I, heard they, I, I heard they put him on the show so that the English people could understand what was being said. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Have a representative yeah. from uh, from England, but the great thing about that, of course, is um, the Beech Grove uh, Garden is up in Aberdeen, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, if you can grow anything up there, I mean, um, there's no excuse down w- with us, is there? Really? Exactly. Exactly. Fantastic, really. So that is Beech Grove Garden. Uh, I believe it's on 7 p.m. Thursday, the eighteenth of. April, um, and that's BBC Scotland, and it's repeated on the BBC, so you can pick that up on your iPlayer, as Jake uh, has told us, and um, catch up and all that kind of stuff, so uh, really worth a watch uh, is that, and of course Gardener's World is back as well, uh, so Gardener's World has, I don't know how long has that been going for now, Jake, do you know? Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure, it must be quite a while as well. Yeah, yeah, I can't think actually, but... But, uh, but we've got Monty Don, of course, Adam Frost, Carol Klein, uh, yeah. Nick Bailey. Uh, so that started uh, earlier this month, uh, yeah. didn't it, now? And um, um, and they're only short programmes, aren't they? I think last year there was a uh, yeah, they they hour-long programme. Yeah, they went to one hour-long programmes, didn't they, for the main season. I think they probably will again this year. Yeah, so they're starting off with these little short um uh, half-hour programs, and of course, um, Monty did a fantastic um, program on uh, Japanese gardens, didn't he? I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh yes, it was wonderful. Yeah, yes. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and uh, if there's any, see Jake, what we should do here is um, if there's any sponsors out there that yeah. want to send you and me to uh, Japan for the oh, uh, the blossom yes. season. Um, yeah. I think we should do that. So anybody wants to send uh, Jake and myself over to Japan to follow the cherry blossom up through the country, uh, wouldn't that be good? That'd um, be, uh, I think that would make an excellent show. So any would. sponsors out there, yeah. you know where we are. Hopefully somebody's listening and you know how to get, well, we'll tell you how to get in touch at, at the yeah. end of the show. Uh, now, uh, and the other thing, of course, on that, not just the cherry blossom, it was the um, uh, the moss, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, L- moss lawns, where they, they were weeding out the grass from the moss. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's phenomenal, isn't it? Just yeah. the total opposite that we do yeah. here. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and you look at moss in a totally different light, don't you now, really? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. In fact, one of the questions that came in this week was about removing moss from lawns. Oh. But after watching that programme, I think maybe we ought to re- remove the grass from the yeah. moss. <laughs> Listen, tell them not to bother 
just to, yeah. <laughs> just nurture it. But it was just the care they take, isn't it? Everything. Oh, meticulous. Meticulous by hand and the pruning as well of trees and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's incredible, really. All. So if, if, if people have missed that, that was uh, Monty Don and his Japanese Gardens, I think was the title. Am I right, Jake? Yeah. Um, yeah. Get that on the iPlayer or whatever it is yeah. and have a look. I think it was just, it's only two programs, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was, yeah, but it was certainly worth a watch. Yeah, ter- terrific. So that's Gardner's World and Beach Grove Garden. Now, um, talking of gardens, uh, we want to have um, a little segment on the program about uh, garden shows, garden events, and all that kind of stuff as well so anybody out there that has um, been to some good shows can give us a few tips uh, and not just the big ones you know the, the nice local shows the village shows um, local gardens and stuff like that's really what we want to hear isn't it um, yeah the real gardeners uh, yeah yeah and uh, so we've got a little list I think between us of um, gardens that are open or events that are coming up for April. Yeah. So I've got a, a few here that uh, I've been made aware of. So starting off down in Cornwall, I've got uh, the Cornwall Garden Society Spring Flower Show, and that's on Saturday the 6th and Sunday the 7th of April, and that's at the Royal Cornwall Showground. Uh, there's the Rare Plant Affair, and that's on at uh, Evanley Wood Gardens. That's uh, Northamptonshire, so that that's probably not far from you, Jake. Is that right, Northampton? Yeah, not too far, about an hour away. Yeah, that's the 7th of April. Um, and then the the posh ones, uh, um, Jake, as I uh, as I call them, the RHS Spring Launch. It's the Orchid Show, and that kicks off the season, if you like, of RHS yeah. shows. Uh, that's the 8th and the 10th of April. And they got floral displays there, of course, uh, being the, the Orchid Show. And uh, there's a plant sale on as well. There's talks on, workshops, demos as well. And that's at the RHS Lindley and the RHS Lawrence Hall down in Westminster in London. And that's the 9th and 10th of April. Um, now, have you got uh, any shows coming up, uh, Jake? Um, yeah, I've, no, I've noted a few. Um, there's Harrogate Flower Show up in Yorkshire is the 25th to the 28th of April. Terrific, yes, yeah. Um, there's the RHS Flower Show in Cardiff. That's the 12th to the 14th of April. Yep. Busy, busy time at the moment. Um, there's also um, Ma- Manchester Organic Gardener Society. Um, oh, right. I've got an event on the 13th of April. Right, uh, now, I didn't know, because Manchester's not far from me, 40 minutes yeah. away, so... Uh... Oh, that's so. That's the organic show, did you? Or organic gardeners yes. show? Yeah, oh, terrific. Oh, that's so good. That that'll be one one for people who uh, like to garden, like I do, a bit like Monty, working with nature, as we both do. Yeah, and as you, yeah, as you should do, really, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any more? Um, I think that might be just about it. There's a um a couple of sort of events during the month. There's Grandparent Gardening Week from the 1st to the 5th of April, oh, right. which oh. is to help um, children at schools and, and uh, nurseries, etc., get into gardening with the help of grandparents. Oh, terrific. You know and what? Then... I mm-hmm. We always, on when I was a kid, on a Sunday, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we always used to go up to my grandparents. They were just the other side of Shrewsbury. Yeah, and uh, my grandfather, he was a um, 
worked on farms and all that kind of stuff, you know, and yeah. uh, was a gamekeeper as well, Excellent. loved the countryside. And mm-hmm. he was always, it seemed to be anyway, whatever the weather, he'd be sat outside the back step of the house there. Yeah. Always yeah. sat there. It was a south-facing garden. Beautiful. And a uh, bed of roses just oh, over the favorite. gate. And then yeah. after that, it was just nothing more than his veg patch for the whole length of the rest of the garden there. My kind and, of garden. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we'd always come back with, you know, and they seemed yeah. massive. We'd always come back with yeah. some, like, a cabbage or a cauliflower. <laughs> and they yeah. were absolutely, well, it, it, it seemed at the time, enormous things you yeah. know and uh yeah and it's little things like that that, that stick in your mind isn't it really you know Absolutely. And, uh, yeah gardening with grandparents what a great event so when, when's yeah. that on again jake That's i haven't come across that first to the fifth of april great so if, if you're a grandparent and you, you've got grandchildren in in a school or a nursery go along and give them a hand to get their garden sorted out for spring oh terrific yeah and uh yeah so i guess it's just ask the question at your at your local schools and see if they're doing anything for that event really absolutely yeah yeah and, yeah. and we can't forget as well that april the 22nd to may the 5th is Na- national gardening week yes uh, yeah the rhs yeah absolutely and raising a lot of a uh, lot of good money for, uh, mm. for charity isn't it as well definitely there. yeah so uh, i think you mentioned the uh, rhs flower show at cardiff cardiff castle yeah didn't you? 12th, uh, 14th of April. It's the yep. Newbury Garden Show. Again, the 13th to the 14th of April. That's the Newbury Showground. Uh, yep. The Rare Plant Fair. That's on at the Old Rectory. Um, that's uh, Quennington. That's near Sirencester. That's the 14th of April. Uh, there's a garden show at Furl Palace. A full palace is near Lewes in Sussex, and that's Friday the 19th to Sunday the 21st. Uh, there's the Newark Garden Show, Newark Showground. There's the Plant Fair Road Shows. Uh, so there's a couple of those on uh, in April, uh, 21st of April at um, Hall Place and Gardens in Blexley in Kent, and Sunday the 28th of April at Arundel castle in west sussex and you mentioned the harrogate show didn't yeah. you 25th and 28th of april so have you been to any of those before jake or are they are they sort of new to you i i haven't myself but um i'm certainly going to get out to more this year yeah yeah i mean that harrogate one looks a good one i yeah I, uh, have you been to any rhs shows at all um i have but i can't remember exactly which ones but i have over the years yeah yeah i mean tatton is fairly close to us tatton park yeah uh i think that's uh when's that june or july mm. uh and that's a great show it's not too yeah packed with people i've never been to chelsea i don't know if you're that yeah. that kind of a person jake but it always seems a bit mm. a bit packed for me you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't think they'd let me in with my accent anyway <laughs> oh see they're they're posh down there jake you see Ooh, we'll we stick are. to the ones up north <laughs> eh? Tatton yeah, I've, Park. Been, I, I, I've been to uh, gardener's world live a few times and i used to go yes. to the grow your own veg show but unfortunately, that stopped a couple of years ago. Oh, it's a real to do shame. With the magazine, grow your own magazine. I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good magazine, actually, isn't mm. it? I, I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, Garden as well. That's the NEC, isn't it? Yes. NEC. Yeah, good show that. Yeah, yeah. I've been to that once, I think, mm. and that, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're trying to get out, I think, to some of these. Um, yes. Over the season, I mean, you, you pick up some great tips, don't you? 
that's what i love coming back uh, seeing displays or even in show gardens thinking oh that plant works perfectly with that and think oh i can do that in my garden exactly yeah yeah and it's just just the odd little thing is it you pick up and you said oh that'll look good you know and Mm. you just give it a whirl can't you so yeah uh, i tell you what i'm building at the moment uh, nothing to do with uh, allotments but an auricular theater oh nice yeah i've always wanted one so i've painted all the wood i'm just waiting for a a good bit of uh, a dry weather to yeah. uh, construct it in the back and uh, yeah. they're all growing away nicely in their terracotta pots so uh, yeah. uh, we're going to give that a little bit of a, a whirl really so uh, right just to remind mm. everybody that you're listening to Skywave Radio this is Digging the Dirt the allotment show with Russ and Jake it's our first show um, so we're kind of uh, feeling our way at the moment, so if you um, if you can think of any any topics that you want us to cover in forthcoming shows, just drop us a line. We give you all the contact details at the end of the show, and they'd be on uh, social media as well. So uh, something we wanted to include uh, was a few questions, really, from mm. uh, uh, from listeners. So the, the first lot we've got through our uh, little social media. Um, postings and things yeah. like that so uh, the first one I've got here Jake was from mm. Estelle who lives in Eccleston that's a little village not far actually uh, from where I am up here in Lancashire and yeah. she says how do you get rid of brambles so she's got brambles down the bottom of her garden I think it's in quite a rural area yeah. that she uh-huh. lives how do you get rid of brambles oh well the roots can go up to six foot deep so the be- um, I, w- I would say myself I would just keep digging and keep digging to weaken the roots but um if you're not not an organic garden gardener then uh, the people would spray it with weed killer but i prefer to just do it the natural way yeah and just weaken it uh, yeah you're not going to get it all out are you in no. one go it's it's going to be a number of years isn't it really before yeah. you knock it on the head but uh, so just keep digging away really yeah uh and then the roots what should we do with the roots when we dig uh, them up yeah, I'd, I'd probably I'd, uh, burn them. Burn them? Or yeah. put them in the uh, municipal waste bin. Yeah, the sort of council green bin yeah. or whatever it is in, in your area. Yeah, because yeah. it gets up to a, a very high temperature, doesn't it, when they compost mm-hmm. it? So oh, it does, it, yeah. It won't, it won't, won't carry through. So uh, there you go, Estelle. Get... Um, Get your spade out and and get digging. I think is the advice there. Really, absolutely. Um, now I think this is one that you uh, you mentioned to me, uh, Jake. Which was, is it best to water every night for mm. plants in pots, or every two to three days? Um, yeah, that, that was, was f- from Michelle Williams. Michelle, question. yes, yeah, yeah. So, what do you reckon to? Uh, what do you reckon to that? What's she growing? Do you know in in pots? Uh, I get the impression that she she does a lot of pot gardening, uh, which I do here. Yes. And my my advice would be to give it a good thorough soaking at least once a week, rather than just tickling the top with water. Yes, I like that phrase, tickling the top. <laughs> no, is that a Yorkshire saying, Jake? It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get letters, you know that now. Yeah, you? yeah, I'm we sure you, are. I can't. I'm sure you're not allowed to say "tickle in the top" on the radio. But there you go. We've said it numerous times now. So, <laughs> so yeah, and of course the problem with uh, did you say water at night? It's not a good thing, is it? Watering at night, especially at the moment, anyway. Uh, well, I, I think when you water, um, yeah. well. You, you don't want frost to damage your plants. Yes. Um, you yeah. want to make sure th- uh, things are well-drained because overwatering can damage plants as much as underwatering. Even more, can't it, really? Yes. yes. Yeah, and certainly at the moment, I mean, mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, I'm a bit further north, aren't I, than you? But uh, mm. there's a risk of frost, isn't there? Yeah. In, into May, isn't there, really, to be Definitely. To, to be honest. And uh, with the weather, what it is, I mean, mm-hmm. you just you just don't know, do you, what it's going to yeah. do? Uh, I mean, back in February, we had, um, was it 20 degrees? Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was f- phenomenal, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, but it seems after that, I don't know about you, it's been just a bit... Uh, a bit wet, uh, really. Yeah. I was um, digging on the allotment yesterday. And so, yeah. uh, I think I mentioned about three quarters of the way through all my raised beds. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. nearer, there's a bit of hedge or right. tree cover towards the bottom of the allotment. And it doesn't get a massive amount of sun. And uh, I'm going to have to leave those because it, it's a bit, yeah. still a bit heavy going. You know. Yeah, you, you, it, you can damage the structure, can't you, if you dig uh, you it while can. it's too wet. Yeah, and we haven't had really hard frosts either, no. or certainly not mm. not here to break it up. So it's um, mm. it, it's been a bit hard going. I don't know about yourself, but yeah. Uh, but, well, but... Um, uh, in the in the style of Beech Grove, I, uh, I practice mainly no dig gardening now, so uh, right. that yeah. saves my back a bit. <laughs> okay, so you just get a supply of compost then. Yeah, I, um, I put a mulch down, yeah. uh, a couple of inches thick, sow into the mulch, and uh, things seem to grow fine that way. And because I, I have a bit of a dodgy back anyway, it's um, right. a, a good way for for me to garden or anybody who's got a lot of back trouble. Of course, yeah. So you just top the beds up. And yeah. from what I've seen and what I've read, it's pretty, well, it's the way to go, isn't it, really? It's pretty productive. Yeah, it seems it seems, it seems to have a um, the momentum at the moment, a lot of people seem to be following the way of uh, no dig yes yeah and where do you get your compost from then um i make a lot of compost myself right um, yeah. but i i get um guinea pig manure from a, a local uh guinea pig sanctuary uh, they're glad to have it picked up and um, but i also get manure delivered by by local farmers okay. uh, just for the price of shipping yes so yeah. um because uh, everybody knows that you can never make enough compost no uh, for, for what you need on, on your on your own plot no you, you yeah. can't can you uh, did i hear you right then jake did you say guinea pig compost yeah right yeah so okay. uh, it, you know, it, never... it will go on <laughs> it will have to compost for, for at least a year before i use it on the beds because there's a lot of um straw and a lot of um uh, sawdust in there right. but I'll, I'll mix it up with a lot of green materials because a lot of people struggle to find enough brown material to go in their compost yes because you need that mix ideal. don't you yeah yeah you do yeah well i've never heard of that before <laughs> and in fact i've never heard of a guinea pig sanctuary before <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's a, a wonderful lady in nottingham who, who has something like 300 guinea pigs that have been rescued or people that just uh, don't want the pets anymore yes, and yeah. she, she does an amazing job oh incredible well she's got to have a shout out do you know her name um it's avalon guinea pig sanctuary in nottingham so if anybody can contribute some money to help buy oh, bedding fantastic. or food please do yeah, yeah. So, do you take pretty much all the compost, or do other gardeners use it as well, or is it just is it just you, Jake, in in uh, Nottingham that, that uses it? There's a lot. There's a lot of people at the local um, allotment sites to where uh, Avalon is that collect the guinea pig uh, droppings as well. So it's not just me. There'd be far too much just for my plot. <laughs> really, that it generates that much. Oh, it does. Yeah. Does it really? Wow. 
Well, I've learned something there. Right. I've learned something there. Yeah. I'll have to look out for one up this way then. Because we've yeah, got, do that. Yeah. like you, we've got hedgehog sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. There's one in Chorley yeah. as well that do a fantastic Brilliant. work there. But I, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm on a mission now, Jake. Excellent. <laughs> I'm on a mission. So any more questions? Have we got any more questions from, from your side? So we've had yeah. brambles, we've had uh, night watering and that kind of stuff. Anything else? Um, Ellen Wallace has sent in a question, how to grow parsnips. How do you grow yours, Russ? Um, I haven't grown them for about two years now. Right. You know, yeah. uh, but I always get, uh, and I think this is a general advice, get uh, fresh seeds. So don't yes, use definitely. last year's there yeah. So uh, uh, to make sure they're, they're viable. Yeah. And from memory, uh, from a couple of years ago, um, I didn't sow them until probably... Uh, probably May time, you know, yeah. so a little bit later. So the and that was out, outside. So the the yeah. soil's nice and warm. Yeah. As I said, I haven't got a poly tunnel or anything like mm-hmm. that. And that's about it, uh, really. Yeah. And you just leave them to it, and um, uh, a great treat, of course, at Christmas. Definitely, um, roast there. parsnips are fabulous. Yeah, um, yeah. I, with myself, um, I used to grow them uh, the traditional way, but um, last year I, uh, I've found a piece of just rough grass, put some cardboard down, put three inches of uh, manure and compost over the top, Okay. S- sowed fresh seed into it. Yeah. And if, if anybody looks on my Facebook page, I grew parsnips that were 18 inch long. So oh, wow. uh, there's a lot of talking books about having a really fine tilth yes. in order to be able to grow them. But yeah. I, I've found quite the opposite. <laughs> oh, wow. Gosh, so that was a, a very different way because everything I've kind of read, yeah, it talks a bit like carrots, really, very fine yeah. sort of soil, so the roots aren't kind mm-hmm. of damaged and, and stuff like that. Yeah, wow, that's a bit uh, different. So they can see how you've done that from your Facebook yep. site, and that is Jake. Yep. Can you give the address of that out? Uh, if you search for Jake Kingfisher, or if you search for gardening tips from uh, from the Village Idiot, that's my uh, particular gardening page that I use. Gardening tips from the village idiot that's me (laughs) there you go okay well we'll give that out again at the end and we'll perhaps put our posts up there and 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 stuff like that wonderful so uh that's parsnips then so you can either do it jake's way or or the traditional way so um that'd be interesting would it really to Mm. see uh whether other people have the success that that you've had there sounds good Sounds yeah, because good. I think with anything in gardening, there's always more than one way to do it, and people should do what what they like and what works yeah. for them and their soil. Yep, and it, it's trial and error, isn't it, with yeah. all these things? And and not everything works, does it, Jake? You know, we've had yeah. our disasters. So yeah, last uh, year carrots were a complete disaster for me, but I believe they were for Monty as well. I, well, I told you they they are for me. I've never been able to grow them other than pots, yeah. you know, and I I still to this day don't know why. Right. Really. Yeah. Um, now I've got uh, one more question. Question from my yeah. side, and that's Margaret, who lives up in Lancaster, so just up the M6 from here. Yeah. And Margaret says she moved house just before Christmas. Uh, she started digging a small veg plot at the bottom of her garden, and she's found long white root-like uh, things in, in in the soil, about four to six inches long. Um, are they a problem? Uh, <laughs> yes. What should she do with them? I think I know what they are. What do you reckon, Jake, to, to those? Um, uh, it sounds like bindweed to me. Is that what you think, Russ? I think it's got to be, isn't it, really? Yeah. 
and and that's a pain, isn't it, to get rid of? Oh, definitely. You keep digging and keep digging, and try yes. not try not to break the roots. Get as much out as you possibly can. Yeah, and I think whatever you do, don't. Uh, if you've got one, Margaret, don't put them in your compost bin. Dead uh, right. Because it'll just contaminate everything else, and when you put it back yep. on the ground, it'll just go. You'll spread it everywhere. So uh, yeah. takes a bit of getting rid of, doesn't it? That actually, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm still finding on my my allotment and a uh, uh, bit like the brambles, isn't it? Just keep digging yeah. away, stick it in your yeah. commercial, um, the council uh, compost bin, and, and away to go. Yeah. Good. And I've and got it, a very very yeah. very similar question to that, really. Um, a, a different plant. Somebody called jo- Joan Thomas has asked about how to get rid of honeysuckle. What would oh, you think yeah. about that, Ross? Honeysuckle. Well, you know, I love. Honeysuckle. I've got it in I my it, yeah. back garden here. It can get a bit out of hand, can't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to be a bit, a bit ruthless with the secateurs or the or the loppers if it's that that out of hand, isn't it? Yeah. What do you reckon? And just cut it. Yeah. Don't hold back and cut it back. It'll it'll um, it'll survive, won't it? It's pretty hardy. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty hardy. Yeah, I think it's a lovely plant, like you say. But if somebody wants to get rid of a lot of it, uh, cut it back, uh, dig it out. Another thing you can do is smoke smother it if you really want to get get rid of it cover it for about a year and if it can't photosynthesize it's going to kill it yes yeah like any plant isn't it really yeah and uh yeah. oh that's a good a good tip really yeah or just thin it out and uh yeah, yeah. difficult without seeing how uh, how rampant it's gone really mm. but yeah, uh, yeah just do a monty on it get the get the loppers get the secateurs out and give it a good uh, a good cut back i yeah. think is the is the answer there Okay, so uh, keep your questions coming in. Jake and I will certainly try to uh, answer them. If not, we'll um, if we have them in time, we'll certainly uh, try and research them and yeah. uh, get some answers for you. So, uh, really, the last feature, Jake, of this uh, show is um, what we can be doing in April. So, uh, Ooh, I don't busy, know what, busy um, time. It is very busy, isn't it? Really. <laughs> So, uh, I think we've got about five minutes left of the right. show. So, it's uh, uh, a quick run through, really, what uh, we can be doing yeah. uh, for the month of April. Right. So, um, things I'd recommend doing are sowing sunflowers. I love them, and so do um, wild birds, garden yes. birds, etc. Good idea. Uh, I'll be sort- sorting out the pond, giving that a good clear out. Have you got a um, pond, Jake, on your allotment? Uh, or, or I haven't, home? but at oh. some point I'd like to, So, because frogs... Uh, eat slugs as well so that's another way of getting rid of slugs yeah, yeah. that's a nice little project jake for this year a bit Certainly late maybe is. now for for uh yeah your frogs but uh yeah okay yeah uh, anything else uh yeah i'll be sowing things like courgettes squashes pumpkins yeah. uh it'd be a good time if you want to do an asparagus bed it'd be a good time to plant asparagus but although you won't get a decent crop for probably two or three years from yes. that pricking out seedlings potting on Transplanting yeah. things like tomatoes in the greenhouse, yeah, um, right. sowing herbs, um, sowing beans, and giving the the whole garden a good tidy up, really. Um, oh, and uh, removing suckers from uh, fruit trees is a good thing to do. Ah, from the base of uh, fruit trees there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, deadheading daffodils so they can put the energy back into the bulb. Into the bulb, yeah, terrific. And, yeah. and I would say, forget Santa and Christmas, the the time now is to ho, ho, ho. 
<laughs> Sorry, that was dreadful. Are you going to do one of those every show now? Oh, I am the village idiot, so I've got to. There you go. That's our first one. So, so uh, what are you going to be up to then, Russ? Um, well, I've um, I'm got uh, quite a lot of stuff in the propagator at the minute. So courgettes, yeah. cucumbers, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll want pricking out. Um, yep. In a couple of weeks' time, just yeah. uh, in, into uh, and pots and just pot them on every, uh, every every so often. I might, well, I will put some basil in and some chilies. Um, Lovely, yeah. I if it's a bit late for chilies, but I'll get them in the propagator when the tomatoes and all that lot have um, uh, come out. Yeah. And of course, outdoors, you can start growing your beetroot. Yeah. Uh, broad beans. I'm I'm growing those. I yeah. think I mentioned at the top of the show in yeah. uh, in pots in the greenhouse. But I like to yeah. put them directly out as well, so we get mm-hmm. a bit of a longer uh, oh, good season. Idea. So, successional sowing. Yeah, and potatoes, of course. Oh yes, yes. The lovely spuds. Yeah. So today I picked up my Maris pear. I grew those last year. I don't know if you've. Oh yeah. Uh, Maris pear. They're second earlies. Yeah. So uh, they'd be uh, chitting for a, a little while, and then yeah. probably the middle of April, something like that, in they yeah. go. Yeah, um, I, I picked mine up today. I got Red Duke of York and Charlotte's. And Charpamiras yeah. are absolutely brilliant, blight-resistant potatoes. Yes, I've grown those before, mm. you know. Now, I think every gardener has this, you know, where you dig your potatoes up, you think you've got them all. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, don't yeah. you? <laughs> And then you yeah. dig in a plot where you haven't grown them for years. Yeah. And up they, has that happened to you, Jake? Yeah, it, yeah. it was happening today. I was clear, clearing the yes. bed for plant, planting onions and there was potatoes <laughs> everywhere. It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? How yeah. did you miss them? I, I don't know. So, yeah. uh, so, so plenty... It's so small, some of them, it's, it's impossible yes. to get them all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Jake, that is it, I'm afraid. Wow. Um, that's gone pretty quick. We've been nattering over the garden fence. Yeah. For an hour, I think now. Uh, the time has flown. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've enjoyed our um, our first show here. I oh, hope there's many fantastic. more to Thank come. Thank you very much. Uh, now that's all the time we have for on this month's show. Uh, the next show will be on Sunday, the 28th of April. And if you've got any gardening questions or any gardening tips, if you think Jake and I have got it wrong, or probably me. And me. (laughs) Send us all your tips in or any topics that you want us to uh, talk about in particular. Just send them in and you can either email and that's skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. That's skywaveradiouk at gmail.com. You can message the Skywave Facebook page or you can contact Jake direct on his Facebook page, which is Jake. Hit us with it. Gardening tips from the village idiot. Gardening tips from the village idiot. So if you look out for that web page and there's loads of stuff on there, isn't it, Jake? Everything you're up to. Uh, and other people can put put stuff on there as well. Oh, terrific! And and you'll see Jake's uh, escapades, chasing his polytunnel over the <laughs> over Derbyshire. And if you find any bits of it, 
just let him know. He can <laughs> he can might be able to patch it up, eh, Jake? I don't know. So that's all we've got time for on this show. So we look forward to your company in a month's time. We'll be talking about what we've been up to uh, and what will happen in the month of May. Time's moving on, Jake. Absolutely. It's a busy time of year for all gardeners. It just is. finally a massive thank you to everybody who sent questions in this month. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jake, for your time as well. Happy gardening to you. And you, Russ. Okay. You take care. Bye and now. you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Digging the Dirt, the allotment show with Russ and Jake on Skywave Radio. Thank you.